When Orphan was released in 2009, the notoriety it gained over its outrageous ending earned the film a spot on the memorable end of the evil child subgenre. With a new prequel on the way, and with one of us never actually having seen the film before, we decided it was time to have a proper look at Orphan. Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, Timmy? <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm alright. Good, good, good to know. Um, yeah, welcome to the show. This is a horror movie podcast. We get together, we watch a horror movie, and we talk about it. It's really quite that simple. Uh, coming up on today's show, we'll be looking at a film that somehow eluded me, despite the fact that it's not that you know it's not that old. It came out in two thousand nine, and it got enough kind of I won't say buzz per se, but like notoriety, maybe a better word. I mean, 2009 was a year everyone was asking, what's wrong with Esther? <laughs> I, I, I missed all that conversation, Tim, I have to say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Orphan is the movie we're doing, and the reason why we're doing it is because there's a new one coming out soon? It was about time. Is it a prequel? It It is, yes, I believe okay. so. All right. <laughs> well... Well, some thoughts on that at the end of the show, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about Orphan. We'll start spoiler-free, and we'll give you a warning before we get to spoilers. I will say that despite having not seen it, it was kind of impossible not to hear what the the twist was <laughs> in mm -hmm. this movie. For sure. But I, we, we won't say what it is until we're in the spoilers, but uh, I did know going in where it was going, which did kind of, you know, change how I perceived some scenes mm -hmm. along the way. But uh, yeah, the basic premise of Orphan is that a couple uh, who have a, a miscarriage with their third baby uh, decide to adopt and sort of, you know, put that all that love and effort they were going to put into the baby to good use and they adopt uh, an orphan, <laughs> as the title would imply. But it would hmm. just, just seem that Esther's a bit off, you know, like maybe starts <laughs> doing some sinister things, gives some dodgy looks here or there, maybe he's a little violent, you know, behind closed doors things like that so mm. uh yeah so a lot of the plot is the is the mother played by vera formiga kind of like sort of slowly realizing something's not quite right her husband john obviously is involved as well and then the other kids obviously come into place so that's the that's the general premise of orphan uh mm -hmm. you had seen this before though right tim oh absolutely yeah so uh i go out of my way to watch horror movies <laughs> Is, it, is the implication there that I don't? <laughs> Listen, I don't know what you were doing in 2009, and quite frankly, I don't want to know. But <laughs> all I know is that I made it uh, an appointment viewing for the, for me. There was a lot of good sci-fi in 2009, Tim, okay? Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, is that when uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles was on? <laughs> no, not Tim. How dare you? No, no. Moon District 9. Mm -hmm. I'll even whisper. That's it. <laughs> Avatar. Uh, a whole variety of things. Mm -hmm. No, not having it. All right. Well, uh, how <laughs> no, do those you... are good movies. <laughs> how do you feel about Orphan? Um. Yeah, I actually do. Uh, I do like this movie. I don't think it's amazing, but um, like for what it is, you know, a creepy kids movie. I think. It's, you know, um, not like a great movie, but I do think 
in, in terms of the kind of the crop of like um usual creepy kid like hollywood movies uh, i think it's a little better than you know most of them and um I, I think a large part of that i i would put on you know the the cast which i uh yeah i'm a, I'm a big vera farmiga fan you know i uh i i think honestly i can't watch her in anything i think she's uh pretty great uh, i especially love like whenever she gets exasperated and there's some good like just man i'm not having any more <laughs> farmiga uh in this uh um yeah and, and hey i mean let's face it you know veritable uh, uh scream queen uh, of the genre um you know obviously uh, we know her from the the conjuring uh films and uh of course let's not forget uh you know her role in uh, bates motel uh so you know clearly she's got the uh, the horror chops and uh there's a lot of horror royalty in this of course we have cch pounder uh from uh, Demon Knight and Psycho Four. Uh, <laughs> so you know, th there's a there's a lot of uh, you know uh, <laughs> horror mainstays. Uh, I I'll in be this... honest, I forgot that she was in Demon Knight, and I really thought you were <laughs> just going to say Psycho Four, and that's that's why it's just horror royalty. <laughs> it's just Psycho Four. <laughs> you know, if if she was just in, if it was only Psycho Four, I'd still give it to her. Sure, um, but hey, you know, pound for pound, I love uh, I love CCH. Um, that was a horrible pun. What the... <laughs> that was horrible to me. Uh, we got a scars guard in here. Um, I don't know if is, is he is he part of the scars guard clan? I don't. I don't really, I mean, I'm not too familiar with this one. It's scars guard, not scars guard. Whatever. <laughs> yes, yes. The husband's played by Peter Sarsgaard, Yes. What else has he been in? Uh, he was also I... Hector Hammond in the Green Lantern movie. That's where I know him from, of course. How can I forget my well, annual rewatches of the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern Well, fair, fair enough, he was also in the newest Batman movie. He was like the, the district attorney. Yeah, so he was like a more normal uh, guy in that one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so the yeah, the big flaw uh, of this movie, which yeah, I, I think we're going to get into it, uh, I think the one like really major thing uh that you can say against it is just it is way too long uh and i know you were even messaged me when you realize it's like a, a, just slightly over two hours you're like what the hell like uh <laughs> yeah like I, I don't think you have to drop this like down to 90 minutes or anything because uh, there's like a lot of stuff in here i like but two hours is just like yeah a smidge too long like maybe get down to about 140 145 at most um but no, I mean, other than that, like uh, it's maybe a little slower uh, to start with, but maybe around the halfway point or so. Uh, and when things kind of kick into gear, I, I do like it. I like the actress that plays Esther. I think she does a good job of, you know, being very kind of weird and off-putting and menacing. Um, there's some kind of like, you know, kind of usual like studio cheap generic stuff that's not the best in here. But I don't know. I do like the story and. Uh, I think the further along it goes, like it does get like into this kind of sleazy territory, which like I kind of like, like, I don't know, it, it almost in a weird way kind of reminds me of um, like Jallo movies a little bit, not in like terms of like tone or filmmaking, like which is probably, you know, the big thing you would think about, like like a Jallo movie, but kind of where the story goes in some places, it feels like very like kind of ham fisted and sleazy, which I don't know, just kind of reminds me of something I, I would you might see in a, a jalo which uh hey i kind of like it it worked for me so yeah I, I, i'm not gonna say it's like amazing like you know a, a horror must see but um you know for what it is uh, actually, i actually do enjoy it <laughs> so i was a lot to take in i was a lot to take in um 
yeah so that was my first time watching the movie so i i you know mm-hmm. it, it, i'd heard of its reputation um i was funny i think the not the first time i heard of it but my main memory of this movie is i was at dinner with a group of i don't know if the orphans <laughs> i was with a group of i, I think it may have been like a work group as mm. opposed to like a, like a college group or something but there was a group like i think it was that a doesn't group. sound right because you've never had a job <laughs> job right i was at, i was at like a it was like a it was like i was there for a couple of people i worked with but then there was like some people that they knew that were there too that <laughs> i didn't know so didn't really know everyone at the table <laughs> but the one thing i distinctly remember coming up is that one of the, two two of the people were a couple <laughs> and the boyfriend started making fun of his girlfriend because he had to announce to the table, hey, do you know what her favorite movie is? And then he, he whipped out <laughs> Orphan and started talking about how terrible it was. And then she tried to defend it and why it was so good. And that's my distinct memory. So, you know, getting this, this viewing, I had that, like, locked in the chamber. I had this, like, this fight in my head. <laughs> I'm curious if they're still together. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. This was, this was probably like a decade ago at this point, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. But... I mean, I'm sure he was doing it like you know pretty playfully, but it still kind of sounds like a shitty thing to do. Like, <laughs> like you know, like I don't know. Some people, I feel like you know that they do that very playful kind of yeah, uh, yeah. gesturing with each other. But then, I don't know. There's times when it's like, come on, man, I actually do really like this, and you're busting my chops for it. Like, give, give us, give me a break, come on. It felt like a running thing. It felt like a running, yeah. you know, <laughs> like it's always brought up that our favorite movies often. <laughs> So, yeah, I got into the movie. And this was before the, uh, you know, the times of uh, let people enjoy things, like, you know. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> the olden days, because we're old. Yeah. No. But now, you know, you can just break out that meme anytime mm. <laughs> someone tries to yuck your yum. Aye. So, <laughs> I go out of this viewing, and I, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I genuinely don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Like, I think the poster's <laughs> always like a cheap horror movie to me. I think that's maybe why I stayed away <laughs> from it originally, just because it looked kind of like a cheap, nasty little Hollywood Hollywood horror movie. Um, <laughs> I actually didn't know Vera Farmiga was in this. I was pleasantly <laughs> surprised when she popped up, like, almost immediately. I was like, oh, it's <laughs> Vera Farmiga. It's a Farmiga picture. It's a Farmiga movie, yeah. Um, and... You know, again into it. You know, we get the the, the start. You know, I, it didn't jump straight to Esther. You know, it takes a little bit of time mm-hmm. establishing the family before they go to get her, and you know, right. And I'm like, I'm not so sure. I'm not sure, but I feel yeah. Like I'm just. It, 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 I mean, I guess the, I guess the positive thing to make of that is that it wasn't like a train wreck from the get go. Like it wasn't like mm-hmm. it was being stupid or or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And anyone that's interested, Esther though, which is the real part of the movie, that's when the movie really starts to kind of get going, is. Mm-hmm. I felt uncomfortable. <laughs> there was something unsettling <laughs> about the whole thing. Um, I think once Esther starts doing more explicitly bad things in front of the other mm-hmm. kids or or whoever, um, I think it considerably picks up. And mm-hmm. needless to say, I'm surprisingly relatively positive, I think, on this. I don't think it's amazing. There's definitely some, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would agree it's too long. It needs to be trimmed down. Uh, there's definitely some stylistic choices that feel a little bit of just of the era and kind of you know that that mm-hmm. uh, sterile horror movie kind of aesthetic that it's maybe going for a for little sure. bit. But mm-hmm. I did laugh uh, because of my dark <laughs> sense of humor a number of times. Uh, they got an intentional great laugh out of me at one point, and the, 
yeah uh, th there's definitely uh a couple times i was you know doing some very audible laughs uh which yeah i can't you can't really talk about uh until we go into spoilers but uh i, I was laughing a bit as well yeah uh, and at least a couple of them were very intentional as well, which, uh, you know, I think is mm -hmm. worth pointing out. And, yeah, I mean, you know, like, at a certain point, you're kind of hoping they're rooting for the other kids to somehow be able to convince the parents that something's going on because mm -hmm. they're kind of trapped because of... <laughs> pardon me. Because of Esther's, you know, threats or whatever. And, mm -hmm. like, some of that stuff is actually quite fun like all, all of the things she tends to do that are evil end up being quite entertaining to some extent and for sure yeah yeah so ultimately yeah i kind of like Dorfin. uh it's not faultless but mm -hmm. there's some stuff to enjoy i gotta say i am pretty shocked because i i i was not expecting that like i didn't think you would love it which obviously you don't but like i i, I didn't think you were gonna be uh slightly more negative which uh, i'm surprised we're kind of sounding at least like we're on a bit of the same page i i think it's just enough of it was just like darkly absurd enough the more it mm -hmm. went on that uh mm -hmm. you know obviously like the the twist towards the end of the mm -hmm. film uh you could argue if they even need that because the movie sure. would still work mm -hmm. if it you know it wasn't there it would still just mm -hmm. completely function the way it is but mm -hmm uh it's kind of the big silly thing that everyone remembers and it's the thing that i heard somehow just via the mm -hmm. internet or whatever when it was kind of mm -hmm. getting a reputation but like you know the, the rest mm -hmm. of it i think would work regardless of the ending because yeah. you know you just you have that's because you know we've seen other movies where you just have a simple plot about uh you know i guess the closest comparison or maybe not the closest, but, you know, I was thinking of The Omen a little bit when I was watching it, the idea that you've got sure. mm -hmm. the evil child who's doing stuff. That was more supernatural in the way it was... <laughs> the way Damien was kind of just connected to a force that was killing people or whatever, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's not a million miles away, you know? Yeah. Of course, so. you have your Children of the Corns, you know? Mm -hmm. it's, been, it's been such a long time since I've seen that, though, that I, I, <laughs> I can't remember it. <laughs> Uh, it's it's on a franchise to do list. We'll get to it at some point. Mm -hmm. We'll get to it. But <laughs> yeah, so I had a decent time with Orphan. I'm surprised to see it. Cool. I am. Uh, it's too long, and there's a few other you know, yeah, nitpicks here or there. But I, yeah, I I do think you feel the length more, kind of in that first half or, or third. Once things start picking up, I I did like I didn't really feel the length uh, as much. I thought. To an extent, it's kind of weird because there was a point when I checked the where I was at, and it was it was exactly halfway. It was an hour into the movie, and there was an mm -hmm. hour left. And a part of me felt like, oh, this is starting to really ramp up. How is there an hour left? Like it feels mm -hmm. like there can't be another hour. Like what, what the hell is going to happen for the rest of this movie if mm -hmm. that's what's left? Uh, and obviously there was, and obviously yeah, I, I saw it play out and what it did. But um, it, I, I was kind of thinking, you know, this probably could wrap up in half an hour. Like uh, you know, now, now that things are really starting to you know pop and <laughs> whatnot yeah so yeah but hey it was it was a decent decent time uh i guess we're both or fans <laughs> don't like that uh, yeah no i mean the performances obviously uh, vera is obviously kind of the the, the main character for the most part and <laughs> she's the the one who's driving things she's the one who's more focused Sometimes on the husband because she does get behind the wheel 
Yes, sometimes she drives a vehicle. Yes, that's that's true. Um, obviously, the actress playing Esther, uh, Isabel uh, Furman, who I think is like twenty five now, <laughs> just to make you feel old. <laughs> uh, like she, uh, yeah, does a good job. She's you know, she's got this uh, accent she's doing. She's meant to be from Russia, uh, and I don't I don't know for, I don't have a clue if the actress really is from there or if this is an accurate accent necessarily, but. Uh, she definitely had a sort of distinct voice that every time she spoke or shouted or said something, you you always knew it was her. You always yeah. got a vibe from her. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and I, I think she does the, you know, she, she does a good job going back and forth between, like, the menacing and, mm. you know, the kind of innocent, like, oh, just want to please everyone and be part of the family kind of child. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and the the rest are solid enough. Uh, the the, the little sister is is well, but she's technically yeah, she's the little sister, and the, the Esther's older than her, I think. But obviously, <laughs> she's she was there first <laughs> in the family. Right. But uh, yeah. she she's deaf, and so she's doing sign language and stuff throughout the movie. And it kind of I wouldn't say it comes into play too much, but. It's kind of, kind of there to show early on that Esther's willing to kind of learn that quickly to try and impress her and, you know, be be brought in as part of the family. But it almost mm-hmm. pisses the brother off because the brother's like, like he, he can do it, but he's not learned it f- as fluently. So mm-hmm. he feels a little bit, uh, you know, shown up, I guess. Mm-hmm. So you got, you got that going. You got some jealousy going on there. Uh, and then you got the crazy things that Esther tries to actually do and what her sort of end goal is. And we'll get into all that in spoilers, mm-hmm. but... Uh, that's where it really gets wild and knowing the twist there's that specific moment early on where i was like oh no this is what i'm I'm already seeing where it's going with our plans and i was like oh no uh but you know uh, yeah so uh cast is good uh direction is not bad like i say it kind of has that uh sterile horror movie look to it from from this time period Uh, i looked up it because i didn't really know the director from it and i looked him up to see if i'd seen him any of his other films uh, so he's done a kind, of, kind of a weird batch of things he's done. Mm-hmm. So before this, he did the House of Wax movie from 2005, which I've never seen. Oh, uh, oh wow. Okay, that's a to-do list. Yeah. After that, uh, he did a few Liam Neeson action movies. He did Non-Stop and Run All Night. And then oh. he did The Shallows, the shark movie. Oh, okay. Which I actually kind of like that movie. So, you know, yeah. that's, that's two decent movies he made. Um, and I went back to doing a Liam Neeson action movie, <laughs> and then he did Jungle Cruise, uh, and apparently oh, okay. he liked working with The Rock so much because he's the one that's also doing Black Adam. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. So, so. very, very <laughs> odd career path. I mean, he's he's very much a a safe, safe Hollywood director, I guess. Uh, yeah. You know, that sounds kind of insulting, but all of his movies feel like they very they very much fit into just kind of Hollywood safe in-house types of movie and i say that he's gonna play a game he's gonna deliver you what you're looking for yeah yeah and i say that as this movie does kind of push maybe a few boundaries that i'd say hollywood movies don't tend to push but (laughs) uh we'll get into all that so uh yeah yeah it's not bad it's not bad uh and it's a snowy movie yeah it is. There's a lot of snow. I said. I don't think I've seen mm. these two. No, I think I saw Nonstop. I think I saw Nonstop out of mm-hmm. those Liam Neeson movies, uh, but I did not see the other two. Mm. So I'm sure they're terrific. <laughs> I have. I have. What was that joke? 
It wasn't a joke. I'm just... <laughs> I think they might be ter terrific. Uh, I thought you said terrific because I just said two. I think you try to <laughs> do a play on words like a madman. Uh, hmm. Well, <laughs> since he didn't like it, I, I, I'll say no. <laughs> <laughs> Wise choice. Wise choice. Hmm. Uh, so... Yeah, uh, you know, and the movie sets up. This like, movie would have been good if uh, it would have been nice to throw in a little Neeson in the scene. Oh sure, See him, like hunting down the orphan. Yeah, Liam Neeson shows up hunting Esther. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's after her. She's a wanted criminal, and he's he's chasing chasing he, her down. He could be like one of the nuns from the orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody say Esther? <laughs> that wasn't terrible. <laughs> it wasn't amazing but it wasn't terrible either I got that you were doing Liam Neeson thank you I'll take what I can get mm. yeah uh, so yeah it's, it's yeah I'm, oh, we're just dancing around spoiler now like <laughs> you can't talk about anything without yeah, I mean, the ending <laughs> yeah the, the, the yeah there isn't really much like an unspoilery stuff to talk about uh in this uh, really <laughs> no i mean at this point we're talking about uh all of esther's antics and then ultimately what mm -hmm. yeah so yeah yeah she's a little stinker <laughs> <laughs> so we'll give the spoiler warning from this point mm -hmm. on uh, spoilers for orphan from 2009 you have been warned so mm -hmm. yeah esther is actually not a nine-year-old girl she is <laughs> a 33 year old woman who suffers from a very specific type of dwarfism that makes mm -hmm. her look like a child and she's just pretending to be a child which i i have no idea if this is like a real medical condition uh i mean i i wouldn't be surprised i'd assume if it is it's probably like extremely rare but man what a what like what a nightmare that would be to have that I mean, I've never heard of it before this movie, so I'm going to say that it's not real. But I mean, it could be. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I'm just if I was to guess, I would say it isn't, and it's just the movie yeah. making something up for the sake of the big plot twist. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. the thing the thing with it is that this movie could play out exactly like it does, pretty much, um, mm -hmm. barring maybe like one or two little things. Just in the idea that it could be an evil child, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you suspect quite early on that she burned her previous orphanage down in russia uh mm. or wherever she said that was and that you know maybe she's going to eventually do the same to this family right you've already got that mm. threat element there she's doing all this bad stuff behind the, the adults backs uh you know her ultimate plan is to try and steal the husband she's like trying to like split up the marriage <laughs> so she can take the husband for herself uh in fact that, that was the moment is the first time it's, it's when mm. her and the little sister uh, run into the bedroom. It's right after they've tried to have sex as well, uh, and they get interrupted. Mm -hmm. And Esther's like, "We're scared, uh, you know, because of the storm. We want to mm -hmm. sleep with you guys." And they say, "Sure, on you come." And immediately Esther goes, "I want to sleep with Daddy." And <laughs> as soon as you said that, I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh I see, I see what Esther's game plan is now, and I don't like it." <laughs> It's a uh, so it's kind of funny because it, it, there's almost like a couple of different like horror kind of tropes that are going on because you have just like the regular you know evil kid trope where you know they're like killing people you know or hurting people behind 
you know their backs and no one's is uh suspecting them but then there's also this other kind of like uh like thing to it where it's also like she's trying to like drive the mother crazy and discredit her um so i don't know i, I think that stuff is kind of interesting uh and and they actually there's actually like a lot going on in this family because yeah they're dealing with like the loss of a, a child and also the you know uh the mother's like a recovering alcoholic uh and they had this accident with their other child so um it is actually like pretty reasonable like that you know people would start questioning the mother uh by the end of this but uh yeah i, I just thought that was interesting that's like oh it's not just a hey we gotta fight this evil kid it's also like okay i have to convince people that you know i'm not crazy I, i'm not a danger uh, as well I mean, it's, uh, a, it's a credit that it's not annoying because, like, it could very quickly just fall into that same trope that supernatural movies do where the wife is seeing the crazy stuff and the husband yeah. doesn't, mm-hmm. and he doesn't believe her. I think it works here to an extent because it's actually the game plan and you see how Esther's trying mm-hmm. to kind of manipulate it to make it always look like... Try to always get him to fight, you know? Uh, but it's, it's kind of got this double mm-hmm. layer of, like... So there's a scene, kind of like a third day of the movie, where uh, the dad takes the kids to the park and mm-hmm. this other mum comes up to him and starts basically flirting and asking him to come over to help her with you know fixing a chair or something like that and she's clearly trying to get him to have an affair and mm-hmm. esther looks jealous she's looking at her like what's this who's this bitch mm-hmm. i don't like this uh but mm-hmm. she tells uh you know kate vera Farmiga's character about mm-hmm. this um so that it will cause a fight and it'll cause some disruption between them uh, and then from there, she sort of keeps doing things to make Vera Farmiga look like she's, you know, like she's bad. She intentionally gives her flowers that are actually the flowers they planted with the ashes of their, their, you know, stillborn child. And it, yeah, like, it, you know, so, so Vera Farmiga grabs her arm and then later on, Esther like intentionally puts her arm in a vase to break it, to make it look like Vera Farmiga's was... broken her arm, you know? Yeah. This I thought was a, actually like a pretty like, intense scene like i don't know it's just like one of those things where it's like it's hard not to or it's hard watching that and like not imagining like your own arm being that vice and it's just like oof. yeah uh and the other big one is when she like she sabotages the brother's like uh, backpack so that his books fall out so vera gets out of the car Mm. at the school to go help him and then Esther sneaks around to the front of the car and mm-hmm. takes the, the brake off uh, and takes it out of neutral mm-hmm. uh, so that it starts to wheel back down the hill <laughs> with, yeah. with the little sister in the back seat, might I add. So this is like a, oh, the little sister may die here. If, if Esther yeah. hits this car, she might be a goner. And uh, I, I think I especially liked how, you know, we're kind of talking how the movie doesn't really have much style or anything. And like... Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say this is necessarily like a, a stylistic scene, but I did like the direction he, uh, here as well. Like the though, uh, like um, I don't know, just, just seeing like all the other cars pass, and the and I like that there was like just kind of like one random dude that was trying to like you know run up to the car and like couldn't like quite try and make stop it. it. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah he, but, he tries uh, to open the door. He tries to like you know because 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 she's yelling help, please. My child's yeah. in the back seat, and it's it's you know free running down the hill. But yeah. uh, well done. The look, that looked good. Um. No, I mean, the action scenes are well enough directed. It's, it's not even, I wouldn't say that it doesn't necessarily have a style. I would just say that, that by and large, the most of the time it has that sterile 2000s yeah, horror yeah. look mm-hmm. to it, which is kind of what I was I was complaining about rather than, you know, rather than having no directorial touch at all. You know, there is sure, moments sure, sure. that, that yeah. do work quite well, and that's one of them. 
Uh, yeah. and you know, honestly, I was kind of laughing a little bit as it was. I, I thought this was darkly quite funny. Uh, like, oh, the, for sure, the yeah. Esther is this devious and is like, oh, this yeah. is going to look like she's forgotten to you know put the card, uh, you know, uh, the brakes mm-hmm. on properly, and it's going to make her look like crazy. And you know, mm-hmm. combine that with some wine bottles in the trash, and all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, Vera Farmiga looks really guilty and suspicious. Yeah, and like I, I know technically, like you know, Esther is supposed to be in her 30s, but I couldn't help but laughing, like, towards the end, like, once, you know, they're fighting, like, just seeing Vera Farmiga, like, slap, like, a 10-year-old oh, yeah. kid is just, like, inherently funny. Well, it happens a couple of because it happens in the hospital when she actually tries oh, yeah, to finish yeah. off the brother after she's already injured yeah. him. And that's the first time when, because basically after she's trying to, like, suffocate him, no one sees it, but like Vera mm-hmm. just assumes like, oh, this is hers. She's done this to to make yeah. him worse, and just mm-hmm. walks up and slaps her. That was mm-hmm. darkly funny. Uh, but the funnier one is actually at the end when uh, she just like, she, you know, basically Esther's losing the fight and just one last ditch effort says, "Please don't let me die, mommy." And <laughs> Vera just goes, "I'm not your effing mommy," and just kicks her head so hard that her neck snaps. <laughs> Jesus, it's so brutal. Like, and I, I am always in support of vi- like evil children being <laughs> like visibly getting their comeuppance. Don't shy away from it because they're technically kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like do it, do it. And so I, apl- I applaud that. I applaud that moment. <laughs> and uh, I could be wrong, but I, I swear, there's. Uh, there's been like some other horror movies that have used that line too. Like I want to say, like doesn't the American Ring? Doesn't she say that? Bro, I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, maybe someone in the comments can like correct me if I'm wrong. But like, I want to, I want to say like I don't know, either the Ring or like maybe we, like we did that like four years ago. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I guarantee that like someone had like there was another horror movie a somewhat modernish one uh like i guess from the 2000s like which you know i guess it could be considered kind of old now but like i i swear there's another horror movie that had like that exact same line but hey i mean it's a good line so i don't you know i'm not complaining but yeah i i kind of hope that the 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 young kid uh max like i kind of wanted her to like have like a badass line that she would like sign at the end (laughs) like yeah. <laughs> what say f you insane language <laughs> yeah like something sound like that <laughs> which i guess is is that just a finger <laughs> i don't think that means f you i think it means up yours uh is it not uh i don't know maybe maybe it's a cultural thing i always assumed it was f you at least like in america but i mean I guess I could be wrong, but <laughs> I thought it was. No, it's an American thing. This is not a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just I thought that's what it meant. It was up yours, but I mean, <laughs> it could be wrong. I don't know. You don't sound too confident, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it's it's a few, but I hey, I, if, but, if it's not, I'll I'll take it back. But I always thought it was. Well, I'm not that sure either, but you're not that sure for the sounds of it, so I'm guessing it's up in the air. Okay. You, you, I, I like, the important part is, is you know when to use it. Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so all, all, all of that stuff is, is entertaining. In fact, the first moment that really made me laugh 
is mm-hmm. after uh, the, the, the you know the married couple try to have sex in the kitchen and they're being a bit raunchy and it's being a bit flirty. Mm-hmm. And Esther <laughs> walk, walks in on them and they go ah oh, shit and then the next morning you know Vera comes up to her like we have to talk about last night and she's like mm-hmm. you know when a man loves a woman and they you know they really want to show that to each other and Esther just mm-hmm. turns around and goes yeah I know they 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 f. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> just just says it uh, that made like i think the delivery in particular really made me laugh uh <laughs> like i i got a lot out of that and you know then, then like the, the the parents sort of like talking about it afterwards and just like mm-hmm. casually swearing at each other as much as possible because they're worried that yeah. she's going to start swearing at everyone oh yeah that, that was funny it was also kind of like a cute like like i actually do think they're like a, a pretty cute couple uh like i mean you know there's times when things are tense and they're you know like fighting and stuff but i actually did like kind of the the sweet moments between them and that was actually a really cute part when they're just swearing at each other yeah yeah uh, maybe if you spend some effing time with her yeah okay bitch yeah. you know but they're just joking <laughs> with each other so it's this yeah. it's this it's sweet enough is what it is for god's sake though like yeah like, you're getting randy in the kitchen like like just go to the bedroom like people eat there come on nah filthy of the bear do it in the kitchen Ugh, disgusting <laughs> What's a kitchen counter if there's not been a good, good set of aspirins on it? Come on. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> uh, that, that's why she makes her children's lunch, for God's sake. Like <laughs> They came out of that end of her, more or less. <laughs> the butt? <laughs> I said more or less. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah, you know, if we go back, sort of rewind a little bit and mm-hmm. sort of talk about our first arriving there, and uh, you can sort of date this movie. Well, even if we go oh. like, like I mean, if you want to start like right at the beginning of the movie, you have that like kind of intense like dream sequence of a uh, her miscarriage. I have to admit, I didn't like the dream sequence that much. It's a it's a weird start. It felt like a whole cake to me. It felt, it felt like a. <laughs> Like a hokey directed video movie sort of beginning scene. I don't know. It's not about it. I just felt a bit. I kind of liked how. I, I I'm not gonna say that it's not like cheap, but I do kind of like how. I don't know, like kind of over the top and like sleazy. <laughs> it kind of felt to me. Sure. Uh, yeah. I uh, I didn't really get a whole lot out of it. it. Just felt a bit. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. like I was almost surprised when it started to go a lot more quieter and kind of like you know a slow sort of burn build afterwards because it kind of felt like a different type of movie from that opening scene sure. and then you know then it was like okay now we're establishing that she goes to therapy she's an ex-alcoholic mm-hmm. there was an accident once where the little girl almost died and that was maybe as a result of her alcoholism so that's kind of what made her mm-hmm. stop drinking and like so you, you get all this this backstory and stuff and um they go to the orphanage Which, like, the, the thing that's like kind of funny about it is you probably could just do one or the other like you could have like i feel like the the trauma of you know losing one child um like yeah that that could probably be enough for a lot of things in the movie but it's like yeah you have that but then you also have this other traumatic incident with the drinking and uh and whatnot and then i i wasn't sure um i i don't know if they specifically said this but was that accident with like you know her drinking and like the the lake and stuff is that what made the child death or was was that something she just always had i wasn't really quite sure about that no no they said they said that she was born that way oh okay okay yeah said she was born that way um okay, gotcha 
Yeah, I think the implication is, is she started drinking after the miscarriage and mm-hmm. or still I don't know if technically being stillborn is also a miscarriage. Maybe I'm mis- I'm probably swapping the terms around a little bit, but um Well the it, it's uh I I think that I've heard of uh this condition before, but it just sounds like maybe like one of the worst things a person can go through where uh because I think they kind of expand upon it a little bit later in the movie where she says like basically the baby died in her womb but like it like you know she couldn't get rid of it until like she delivered it or whatever so like for I think she said like 16 days or something like that she had like a dead baby in her cider which is just like Jesus like that's so horrific like I can't even imagine what that would be like yeah you see her c-section scar at one mm-hmm. point so i mean they, they they go into that a little bit mm-hmm. uh but they, yeah they go to the orphanage and they encounter esther who's kind of off on her own and it's the dad that meets her first uh mm-hmm. and is impressed with her drawing skills and of course she's good at drawing she's 33 <laughs> she's better than all these other twerps uh, which actually there's a nice bit of setup for that because when we first meet maxine mm-hmm. the little sister uh, mm-hmm. she comes out of her school and she's drawn a butterfly that day it's mm-hmm. actually kind of a nice little comparison it's like okay this is what an actual little girl draws that's <laughs> like, true yeah and then here's what what esther can do and how mm-hmm. it's a little bit you know uh extreme uh <laughs> in quality in comparison but they, 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 they meet her they hit it off uh they they bring her in you can date this movie quite specifically because the son's playing Guitar Hero a lot <laughs> in the movie. Uh, so they, you know, they integrate. And the son's like kind of unlikable at first because he's kind of like shitty to her. He's jealous that she's getting attention. Sure. Uh, yeah. He's, you know, saying really awful things at the dinner table. Like, you know, uh, why he, does she, he's a, I'm sorry. I was going to say, like, why does she have to act that way? Why does she have to dress that way? Why does, you know, everyone's making fun of me. They should send her back to the orphanage, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, uh, one of the things that's, like, it's not so much that he, you know, it seems like he is against the idea of having, like, a, you know, an adopted sister or whatever, but it's uh, the fact that she acts so weird because she's, like, you know, very prim and proper and she wears, like, kind of these old-fashioned, like, dresses and, um, you know, it, like you're saying, yeah, he's kind of just like, well, just act normal. Like, why can't you act like a kid? Like, you know, she seems like a little kid maybe trying to be like kind of like grown up or something yeah which is you know not a good cover if you try to like hate yeah. the fact that you're actually grown up you know just, yeah. just fyi uh <laughs> but you know when we see like you know the girl who makes fun of her in class is the one she ends mm-hmm. up pushing off the uh the playground like you know climbing frame or whatever it is you know the top of the shoot uh and yeah the, at the top of the slide and uh and that's like another pretty brutal scene like just like because you know they don't shy away from like you know showing her like her, leg just snapping <laughs> yeah her leg bends in a way is now meant to bend uh yeah. it's quite i think that's the first proper violent thing she does like unless you're yeah. counting the birds because there's like at one the bird, point yeah the the, the 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 you know the sun he shoots a bird with a paintball gun and this was actually mm-hmm. the scene that made me like him not because it's just a bird with a paintball gun but because after he does it he actually starts tearing up because he didn't realize that it was going to hurt it that much uh, yeah. Now, obviously, he's an idiot because, you know, you just don't do it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but the fact that he, he felt so remorseful was the the first time in the movie. Was like, oh, he's actually a human being. Okay, maybe I can actually yeah. be on his side a little bit now. <laughs> I think, and if you put it in context with other things, like, you know, the kid's also going through a lot of things as well. Like, you know, he also oh, yeah. lost a sister and stuff. And, you know, he I'm sure he, 
since he's like the kind of the older one, he can I'm sure he probably picks up on like their parents fighting a bit more than like the younger sisters. So it, it would make sense that, you know, he, he's going through some things. But uh, yeah, like you said, this is a scene that actually shows like, oh, OK, he's not just like a dick. <laughs> you know, he, he has a, a human side. Um, but I, I like the scene. It's a nice callback to, you know, later on when she almost, you know, kills him uh, later on. But yeah, we have to see what, he, what she does, though, because uh, the bird's lying there okay. uh, dying or in pain. And Esther comes up and says, oh, you need to put it out of his misery. And he says, no, I, I can't do it. I just can't. And Esther, without hesitating, just picks up this like brick that's nearby and just throws <laughs> it at the bird and it just splat. And it's like, <laughs> OK, well, that's that then. Uh, yeah. And throws the brick to the side. So, uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, she almost does that to... Uh, to him himself later when he's yeah. well, after she set fire to his treehouse uh, and all of his porn magazines uh, go up in flames <laughs> <laughs> and like uh, when she kills the pigeon she says something like it's okay like you know it's in heaven now or something and then she says like the same thing again when she almost kills him which was nice yeah yeah uh, not a nice thing to do but it was a nice <laughs> callback <laughs> oh yes obviously yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, and the other big thing of course is she so she breaks the girl's leg by pushing her off and mm-hmm. she is accused of doing that but like and obviously Vera is starting to think something's up by this point but uh mm-hmm. Maxine kind of even though she saw it sticks up for her and says no the girl just slipped it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't uh Esther and but all this is bubbling up because the main nun played by CCH Pounder uh mm-hmm. calls them and says hey there's some not quite right with all this paperwork with her uh mm-hmm. i come and talk to you and she comes and talks to him and says oh they think that fire that killed like everyone where she was before might have been arson there's some mm-hmm. weird like you know things not adding up and vera's like sort of listening to this and is like k- kind of like taking it in and like saying this kind of adds up with some of this weird behavior that we're seeing uh but the husband's like, no, 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 no. This is like, you're accusing her of all sorts of weird stuff now. Like, this, this doesn't make sense. She's an innocent little girl. Uh, but basically... To be fair, like, uh, I, I feel like, you know, a lot of this is on the orphanage. Like, I, I they should have, you know, maybe been a little more diligent with figuring some of these facts out before. <laughs> they should have spotted all of this before they gave yeah. it to someone. Like, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> Uh, th- 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 they would have at some point they would have needed to have done like a physical or go, done like the dental checkup like because you know that's like a big thing like you know they mentioned that um, you know the family has to do that and obviously Esther doesn't want that because you know the doctors or the dentists will figure out uh, something's going on with her but I feel like the orphanage should have like done that first and realized that yeah yeah that, honestly it's like how long was she there because it sounds like she was there a while <laughs> and you never like did any of this stuff or checked yeah. any of her paperwork or history so it's a bit odd but uh esther is so determined to not be caught and sent away she wants to stay with mm-hmm. the family that she basically makes maxine sit out in the road so that uh the nun will have to swear for her car and then when mm-hmm. she gets out to help esther just comes up and whacks her with a hammer in the head yeah. <laughs> many a time <laughs> and then makes maxine help her pull her off the road and she rolls down mm-hmm. the hill but she's not dead yet like she's, she's only been hit once so she's still alive and she's in pain and esther mm-hmm. comes right down and just finishes her off hitting her repeatedly with a hammer and it's pretty brutal and mm-hmm. uh obviously again this is like this escalation you know like we, we go from the bird to the little girl getting injured to this kill mm-hmm. And then, you know, mm-hmm. when she's worried that the, the brother is going to rat her out or is looking for evidence of what she's done, that's when she burns the treehouse and then ultimately mm-hmm. tries to kill him. 
Um, and that's actually like a little heroic moment for Maxine because Maxine's the one who saves him. She's the one that comes in and pushes her out of the way and it's like, oh, yeah. you know, she just saved her brother. Uh, so it's like, okay, okay. Yeah, and I, I think there's like an interesting dynamic between her uh, and the little sister because like there's so many times where she tries to act like so loving and, you know, like the big sister to her. But then there's also like these instances where she's just willing to sacrifice her. Like, yeah, she pu- pushes her out onto the road and, you know, luckily CCH Pounder swerves, but, you know, she didn't really know or at least you would assume that she wouldn't know for sure that that would definitely happen. And then like, you know, you were saying before with the the incident where, uh, with the car at the school, like, yeah, she's, you know, she doesn't know that, uh, the Maxine's going to be safe in the backseat. Like, you know, she, like when she talks like one-on-one, like, you know, she says how much she loves her and, and like, you know, you always be my sister and stuff, but then, you know, she really doesn't care about her. Like she is very willing to just sacrifice her at the drop of a hat. Oh yeah, um, she's just a tool. She's just a yeah. so someone she can manipulate, someone who's willing to like mm-hmm. at least be scared enough of her to do what she says until a point. Uh, yeah. You know, this is not until late into the movie where she's like actively trying to kill the whole family that she starts going after her. And and she does like a good job of like manipulating her, where you you can kind of understand why, you know, like as a young kid, she would be afraid to go to anyone about that because yeah, she'll say like. Oh yeah, like you know, I'll do this to mommy if you, you know, if you tell anyone or, or whatever. Oh yeah, so at one point she says, "I will stab mommy if you tell anyone yeah. about this." Yeah, so like, and it's these really sinister things, and uh, like, there's these other little hints as well. You know, she's she's not meant to like she she's like really good at the piano when she claimed <laughs> to not be before, uh, or at least implied she wasn't before. And all these other things are just constantly adding up to make Vera think. And I think what I really appreciated about Vera's character is that at a certain point, when the husband's not believing her, and even threatening to leave and take the kids, she's like, you know what? I'm not even going to try and argue with you. If you think that's what's best, that's what's best. But the one thing that I am going to insist is that Esther does not go anywhere near our kids. Yeah. Like, the other two can, are not safe with her. And that's what she keeps fighting for. And it, it's kind of like... I think what I appreciated about it is that it kind of showed her to be this smart character that was like, okay, obviously she wants to clear her name and she wants to sort this out, but the first things first is the safety of her two actual children is the important thing. And Absolutely. Like, and it's like, you know what, you can think whatever you want about me for the time being, whatever, but do not let them near her. Um, yeah. And obviously she keeps getting ignored and they don't listen to her, but like, that's mm-hmm. kinda, that, I really like that detail in her like, trying to convince them of things. Um you know, and obviously she's like phoning the the orphanage. She ends up phoning like the the place she was supposed to be staying at in in Russia. It turns out to be in Romania, and it turns out she wasn't at an orphanage. She was at a, a mental asylum. And when she... <laughs> I love this whole reveal. Like it's like again, I use this word word a lot, but like it feels like kind of over the top or sleazy. But like I don't know that that's what I like about it. Like I don't know, it's just like very fun being like. Like, what are you talking about, Miss? This isn't an orphanage. Dot dot dot. This is an insane asylum. Well, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> she she says to the guy on the phone when you know, when the woman finally gets someone who can speak English, <laughs> she says to him, "Well, this little girl, uh, blah blah blah." And he's like, "Oh, she definitely didn't come from here." And she's like, "I've not even told you her name yet, or like sent a photo or anything." And he's like, "No, you don't understand. This isn't an orphanage. This is a mental hospital." <laughs> <laughs> like, so she definitely didn't come from here. And then when she sends the email, and the guy from the mental hospital gets back to her, 
he's, he's just like, hey, hey, you, you, you know where this girl is right now? <laughs> She's dangerous. This, this, this is a 33-year-old woman. She is absolutely psychotic. <laughs> uh, she tried to steal a husband away from, from a family and then burned them all when she didn't get her way. And she's probably going to do the same thing again. And that, you know, that leads into this big final act where she's racing back to the house and Esther has chosen to try and seduce the dad by putting <laughs> on a, a dress, dolling herself up, and he's having a bad day. You know, he's been at the hospital. His son almost died. His wife might be going crazy with these, like, accusations from his perspective. Mm-hmm. So he's he's drinking. He's 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 not feeling very well, and he doesn't even look at her at first. So he's just she's trying. You know, he's just like ah, oh, she's trying mm-hmm. to be nice, whatever. And then he like turns and looks at her, and he's like, "Wait, what the hell are you wearing? What did <laughs> you do to your face? What's going on?" Um, Was the implication that like she might have drugged his drink or something? Uh... Because it was like I don't think so. Whenever they would cut to her face, it was like the camera was all like wobbly and like uh, maybe. you know out of focus and stuff. I was wondering if that was just because he just drank two bottles of wine or whatever. <laughs> He's just that could. I mean, yeah. yeah, that 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 could be, and also just yeah, the stress of everything that's going on. Um, yeah, like this is uh, this is probably like the most uncomfortable scene oh, in for the sure. movie. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's, and to be like, fair, it, he he his reactions to everything are perfectly reasonable it is like there is kind of like this like dark humor to it where like once you know what's going on and she's like i love you daddy he's like oh yeah you know, you know i love you too esther and you know she's like no like i i love you daddy's like yeah well I, yeah you know I, I love you too <laughs> and then it's like yeah once like the light bulb starts going off on him and he's like what the f like uh his uh <laughs> like Obviously yeah. messed up, but kind of. And he, he tries to explain to her and talk her down, and then she tries mm. to touch him, and then he just jumps out of his yeah. seat like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Go to your goddamn room. We're not doing this. Like, go, go away. Leave me alone." And unfortunately, just, like imagine the the headspace he's in, where it's like, Jesus, like you know, uh, he's having a day. We're still, yeah. he's, he's having a day. But it's like, uh, you know, it, it's still probably not too far off where, like, one of their kids ha- had died. And then, you know, his wife has been going crazy and is in, like, rehab. And then their other kid is, like, in the ICU. And then it's like, now this is happening. Like, Jesus, like, you know, it, it, like, it, it's not like he's been, like, a, you know, like, Vera's, like, a Farmiga has been, like, kind of the main character. Like, you know, it feels like he's, like, a little bit off to the side. But I, you just got to, like, imagine, like, what the hell is, like, going through his head at this point. Yeah, um, uh, you know, and unfortunately for him, this rejection doesn't go well. You know, she uh, uh, stabs him repeatedly and kills him uh, when she gets the chance. Uh, But she, she like changes first. Though she takes out her like her young teeth that she puts in, and you know, so she looks a little bit older. Obviously, it's still this young actress playing her, but they they do a a decent job of making her feel like a bit older. Um, But yeah, and like once all the lights are on the house, and she has this like kind of like haggard look on her face like and it's uh i, I like how like well kind of tawdry it not, ends up not, going. not to mention the hidden paintings on her walls but which <laughs> are revealed by blacklight where the dad goes in and holds up the light and sees like a like a mural of them having sex <laughs> it's kind of like you like you're saying earlier like yeah like you know you could probably do a better job of like hiding this kind of stuff like do you like obviously you know uh it, it's in like black light or whatever but still why risk it like you know someone possibly finding this before 
<laughs> yeah, you super, super risky. I mean, hell, the thing that gets Vera sort of investigating her properly is that she finds her, like, secret Bible that has, like, some suspicious yeah. stuff mm-hmm. in it, uh, mm-hmm. like, hidden in the drawer. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's uh, some risks are being taken by Esther that seem a bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and I, I also like the reveal of, like, because uh, she has these, like, bracelets and a little, like, kind of neck Collar. choker thing. Yeah, it's collar. Yeah. <laughs> uh thing on throughout the whole movie and then yeah when the uh like a uh, guy at the, the mental hospital or whatever is talking to uh kate and he's like oh like you know uh yeah she has like scars on her from Do when you know, like she was trying to be restrained <laughs> this was all the only thing that was maybe worse because i knew the twist was coming was mm-hmm. that i kept trying to figure out like before they got to this point like what exactly is she hiding that would reveal her age? Oh, I was yeah. I was trying to think like what what on her neck would be d- different on its own that would reveal that mm-hmm. she's lying about her age? And it wasn't that at all. It was just you know it was something specific that was just about the backstory. Mm-hmm. But uh, I kept trying to think like why would that why would that reveal her age? What, what about her neck? <laughs> so yeah, but hey, I, I, like a matrix tattoo or something. <laughs> <laughs> she's got, she's got like a really like dirty tattoo or something across her yeah. neck <laughs> uh, but yeah so Vera gets home finds her dead husband uh, tries to find her daughter who's mm-hmm. sneaking around without her hearing aid so she can't hear anything at all and mm-hmm. sort of ends up seeing her down below in the greenhouse and sees Esther in there with a gun uh, she gets shot mm-hmm. at one point in the leg as well so she's kind of limping around and mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we get her fighting Esther, and like you know, it's like, <laughs> like it really is like toe to toe. There's punching back and forth. Mm-hmm. The fight ends up in the frozen lake that's been you know, but it's been talked about a lot because that's mm-hmm. where Maxine almost drowned a year ago. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we get this whole underwater section where they're kind of punching each other, and eventually we get that I'm not your effing mother, and you know, <laughs> next snap would be a kick, which is pretty badass. <laughs> it has to be said. Yeah. Um, I think. If I'm going to compliment something, like, just blanky here about the movie, is that I think it did a good job of, by the end, making me care, at least on some level, about every member of the family. Like, they, they, they all sure, seemed, yeah. at a certain point, like, once the brother, I mean, the brother was a dick for a while, but once he mm-hmm. had a heart, and once it seemed like he was trying to, like, get proof so he could save his sister from being, like, you know, held hostage by this awful you know orphan that they've got in the house <laughs> like it felt like he had like really noble goals at that point even if he was being really childish and like a little dick about things before uh mm. the dad for the most part felt on the level you know like, when he has the fight with vera about like the mm-hmm. possibly flirting with the the other woman yeah like they both kind of get a bit bitchy about it and it's they're, you know they're not likable in the moment but uh otherwise though he's doing he's he's, he's being very reasonable for most of the movie i would say and mm-hmm. you know whatever uh, and obviously, yeah. you know, Maxine's very innocent and <laughs> clearly yeah. been manipulated and then is also put in danger repeatedly. So I think, and then obviously Vera gets like the lion's share of the development and we're kind of with her <laughs> and we know that she's right and we know what he root for and all the rest of it. So by the end, like I felt sad that the dad got killed. It was, it was kind of, yeah. it was a shame. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I was kind of rooting for everyone else to survive. And, you know, I, I think that's, more than I can say for most movies that try to do a premise like this, because most modern movies that try sure. and do this, you know, like I don't care about the family that they introduce or the the characters that are there yeah. for the, the the father. I'm like, uh, I mean, I, I could be wrong. I, I'm not great with dates, but like, I don't look back at this as like a particularly great time for horror, especially like studio horror. 
Oh, and, sure. Yeah, yeah. 2000s. Yeah. I would yeah, say so. And I, and I think you're like you're saying it has that kind of like generic poster and stuff that when you look at it, you kind of feel like, okay, it's, it's another one of these movies. But uh, yeah, I, I think it, you know, surprisingly kind of rises above that. And, you know, unfortunately, it's still not like amazing, uh, which, you know, I, I, th- I think there's some, you know, easy things you can kind of fix that would, you know, bump it up at, at least a little bit. But yeah, no, I was, um, yeah, I, I was surprised at how, uh, yeah, how effective some of the stuff is. And yeah. I, I am curious, uh, cause I, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I saw this when I, when it first came out. So I, I don't remember if I knew the twist going in or not. Um, yes, uh, it, it, it's a shame cause, um, it would have been interesting if I remember being surprised or if I kind of knew what was coming. Yeah, it's weird because I think knowing there's all these little things that feel really obvious, but I don't know if I'd have gotten it like when I was actually. And I think the reason why you might not is because it's such an absurd twist. You know, it's such an absurd yeah. like, mm-hmm. oh, she's actually a fully grown woman the whole time. Like mm-hmm. that that would have been a weird thing to to like. I don't know. Like if they somehow managed to get like an older woman playing the young child. Mm-hmm. It, it would have maybe been like like this wild thing when it reveals her real face or something but yeah uh so and so that's what i'm really curious about because uh so I, i'm not sure how old the actress was when she filmed this but i i assume like she's probably a little older than she yeah, was playing but still like tell you hon uh yeah. born in 97 so she would have been 12 when this came out okay so she's 12 and i think did well, they probably say she was like nine or She's probably 11 when they shot it, though. They probably shot it about okay. a year earlier. So that's about the, the same age, because I, I could be wrong. I think they say she's nine, but mm-hmm. um, I, I don't remember fully. But that I was mean, nine. That was nine. Okay, yeah. So she's you know she's just a few years older. But uh, So then we have this new movie coming out, which, you know, I, I don't think it's a, a spoiler to say that it's a, you know, supposedly a prequel. I mean, it's called Orphan First Kill, so... Um, yes. And, and, and obviously she dies in this, so I, I doubt that uh you know she's coming back but um, oh do you know who's directing this oh i know i, I wasn't gonna say anything you cause... son of a bitch you you've lured me into this you absolute piece of trash how dare you orphan first kill is directed by none other than william brent bell <laughs> the bbb <laughs> you may know from the boy and Brahms, the boy too. Uh, also, this the actress they've got in this because the trailer's auto played in IMDb <laughs> as I'm clicked on oh, okay. it. Uh, this this girl looks older than. Yeah, so I mean, because I I think they have the actress coming back, but my question is, it's like I don't know, is she somehow going to be playing the character again, or like I don't know if it's are they going to use some CGI trickery to like you know transpose her you know, face onto, like, a little kid's body, or... Nah, uh, she looks a bit know. older. Nah, it, it, I don't know, like, is the idea that she gets smaller after an incident <laughs> in her life and becomes the nine-year-old version, but... Like, like a psychotic Benjamin Button, just... <laughs> yeah, I mean, Julia Stiles is in it, if that's exciting. Oh, okay. Cool. Used to anyone. <laughs> I wouldn't say it is, but just in case you care. Uh, uh, she, she's in it. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't even realize it was the same actress because obviously it's been so long that she's, you know, she's a yeah. grown ass woman now. But uh, mm-hmm. she's—I mean, she's still not thirty-three. Admittedly, she's not <laughs> quite hit the age yeah. that she's supposed <laughs> to be yet. But um, 
but it looks like she's been adopted again. Just, I mean, I've not got the, the sound on, so I'm not hearing it. But I mean, I, I I saw the trailer when it first came out, but I don't even really remember much from it. But my assumption is that this will probably be the story of that first, you know, uh, like when the doctor is talking about how, like, oh yeah, you know, she seduced the father and then burnt the house down. I'm assuming it's that story. But, but... she's she's just clearly like a foot and a half taller and yeah, <laughs> like much older looking. All right. <laughs> Have you watched uh, this season of What We Do in the Shadows? No, yeah, no. I've not watched okay. season four yet. Uh, did you see last season? Or I am familiar that Colin Robinson's predicament okay. has got into the start of the season, <laughs> yes. Yeah, they basically just like CGI'd his head on like little kids' bodies. <laughs> just like, I wonder if they'll do that with this movie. It doesn't look like it from the trailer. It just looks like <laughs> she's wearing the outfit and... I don't know. They're, they're pretending. That's a because I think that would be funny. <laughs> I mean, it's absurd because she has to be at most eight then, given that she's nine in the, the main movie. So. Oh, sure. Yeah. So they're just <laughs> pretending that this 20-something-year-old woman's a eight-year-old? <laughs> well, I, I guess maybe the idea is everyone will know the twist going in, so hey, why try to hide it? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense continuity-wise, though. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, Man, it, it does make you think, though, that, like, I don't, I don't know, like, how it feels like there would have been a lot of stuff that would have been, like, pretty awkward <laughs> filming this movie t with using an actual, like, 11, 12-year-old kid. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, at least telling her to say the things she was saying, I, I think, is bizarrely, I, th I do think there's a big difference between a 9 and 11-year-old that mm -hmm. an 11 year old can accept hearing a lot of the things that she had to say in this better sure. <laughs> than what a nine year old could handle but i mean yeah, yeah. I i'm going on vague memory here it's been a while since i was that age <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's been even longer for you to shut up <laughs> no, i agree <laughs> old man <laughs> yeah, i'm not complaining yeah um yeah so so how do you you do you think you'll ever adopt someone after watching this movie i mean i wasn't really considering it beforehand either but uh so you're just against the idea altogether i'm not against adoption in general i'm saying i <laughs> didn't think i would be doing it <laughs> more people should probably adopt rather than have their own kids you know you're just it's adding more people to the planet you may as well Rescue one who's already in need of a home. Okay. Rather than create your own. Yeah. Selfish parents out there. <laughs> Hear that, Tim? Selfish. <laughs> should, have, should have adopted. Uh, I mean, admittedly, you're spinning the roulette <laughs> wheel. You know, maybe they're a serial killer already, but <laughs> you never know. I mean... Between this and Problem Child, it's just, it's too risky. Just, <laughs> <I can't. laughs> um, yeah, so. M movie's pretty decent, okay? Like, I, I, anytime Vera said F this and tried to fight her, like, I was <laughs> in hysterics. Uh, you know, I was in hysterics the first time she dropped an F-bomb. I generally enjoyed the, the the more violent scenes and her being up to no good. And I think the reason why 
Vera not being believed by her husband wasn't frustrating for me is because this wasn't just like the husband just happened not to see things that the ghost was doing like it usually pisses me off mm-hmm. in other movies this was a character intentionally trying to make it look like vera was losing it so she was doing things mm-hmm. specifically that would look suspicious given her history and given what she knows about her and who would obviously try to not let the husband see her doing any of it because she's the whole point of it is that she's trying to you know deceive him so mm-hmm. Oh, it made enough sense to me. There was enough logic here that I had a pretty reasonable time. You know what it is? Is I, I think it's interesting because you mentioned before how it has that kind of like generic studio movie look. Uh, mm-hmm. But then what I think is nice about it is like, even though it has that look, it doesn't really fall into the tropes. Like, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I didn't really feel like there's any like jump scares or, or anything like this. Like maybe there's like a few like fake outs or something where you might think like oh is she behind a door but then it's like you know nothing and like there's a few yeah there's, he... there's a few teased jump scares that don't actually like you know or mm-hmm. i think there's one moment where the husband kind of appears behind vera and there's a bit of a mm-hmm. jump scare but it's just him you know was, i i don't think mm-hmm. there's very there's not very many moments with her you know with with, with esther yeah. that are a jump scare i don't think yeah so it doesn't really like you know feel like it's trying to get away with any like kind of you know cheap scares like that and then once they do actually show like you know a lot of the horror or the violent stuff it is uh actually like surprisingly like brutal and effective oh and another moment so, that i'm just thinking of now that again giving some heart to the kids is when the brother is in the hospital after falling out of the treehouse and stuff mm-hmm. uh, esther <coughs> asked the grandmother for some money for the vending machine and after mm-hmm. she's not back in like 30 seconds Maxine says, I'm going to go get Esther because she's actually worried that she's going to go try something. Yeah. So it was another example of them looking out for each other, which, you know, kind of made both the kids kind of sweet. Like the actual kids, not Esther. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like the the grandma is like a minor character, but I thought they did a good job where, you know, like I feel like a lot of movies would just, you know, kind of have her as like an overly like kind of judgy or sorry for lack of a better term, but kind of like a bitchy, you know, character. But you know, she is, like, pretty nice, like, but, like, you can tell that there's, like, kind of that, you know, underlying level of judgment where she's yeah. kind of, like, you know, nudgingly bringing stuff up, like, oh, you know, like, she mentioned something, like, from AA, you know, even though, you know, uh, Vera's, uh, like, oh, yeah, I'm not, that's from AA, I'm not going there, but, like, but, you know, she's not, like, just overly, like, mean or, or anything, and then even, and, you know, like, even you can tell, like, it seems like she, you know, is a little hesitant to, like, bond with Esther, uh, but, like, you were saying, like, with that moment like when you know she asked for the dollar and stuff at first she's kind of like no your mother said stay here and then she kind of looks at her like all right fine like here you go just be quick like you know it's a it, little touches like that that actually makes it these characters kind of feel a little more real than yeah like if it was just another generic hollywood movie where they just kind of be like oh yeah here's like the tropey like you know annoying judgy mother-in-law character yeah she's a little judgy the first time you see her when she's bringing up how vera like lost her job and yeah. it felt kind of it felt oddly like vindictive in a weird way because she sort of like makes her talk about it and then Vera's mm-hmm. like well I can't just go back there like they're not just going to accept me back now mm-hmm. uh, and it's like and she's like oh that's a shame it was a good job and I'm like well you already know why she's not there like why, why are you rubbing it in <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but yeah it's a it, it's it's a fairly competent movie that mm-hmm. makes you care enough about the the various characters and has some fun moments. It's just a bit too long and maybe ha- you know could do with maybe a, a better 
visual design, I suppose, mm-hmm. is a, for lack of a better term. Uh, so, yeah, I, I guess I guess it's time to rate it, Timmy. What you uh, what you give an orphan? Um, yeah, no, it's uh, I, I've actually seen this movie quite a yeah a couple of times. Um, this is my maybe third or fourth watch because uh, it's one of those ones that I feel like is streaming a lot and then um, you know I saw it when it first came out and then like you know every now and again like obviously watching it again for the show but like I feel like over the last couple of years every now and again uh, you know uh, especially maybe if I'm just in like a, a horror mood or maybe it's around October or something like it I'm just scrolling for stuff to watch and, and every now and again I'll see it on stream and be like oh you know this is pretty uh, I remember liking this I'll throw it on and, um, and like you said um, when you watch it it's like oh this is a you know, fairly competent movie uh with you know some good kills and some uh yeah I, I think you know uh really good performances all around uh honestly like you know even like you know the, the little kid actors I, I don't really think are bad or anything so um I, everyone's doing a pretty good job uh especially you know i uh i don't know if I, i'm complimenting her too much but i don't know uh vera farmiga is just a, an actress i just really like uh i don't know just i uh i, I think she's just plays really great on screen and uh and again she always like i feel like has this kind of she plays like uh she does a very good job of being like kind of just exasperated and just like totally done with this like actually a scene i kind of liked or actually i liked a lot was like when uh she was like talking to her therapist and like uh she just like kind of starts like getting mad at her like when the therapist is like Oh, you know, uh, actually, I think Esther's kind of normal. I think maybe there might be like something going on with you. And she just does this thing where she goes like, "Okay," <laughs> like you can just tell she's like, "All right, uh, screw you, <laughs> I'm done." Uh, but yeah, no, she's great. I think she really uh, anchors the movie. Um, so I, I'm actually gonna go. Uh, I was trying to decide between like six point five or a seven, but I think I'll, I'll 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 go the bump up and give it the seven. Uh, because yeah i don't know i enjoy it. uh it's not without its flaws uh like you said you know the biggest one is it's definitely too long like um you can probably easily chop it down to you know chop down to 15 20 minutes uh off it and then yeah i think uh that would definitely help a lot and then like you said maybe if there's uh you know a little bit more style or something added to it but um I mean, you know, other than that, though, like, the, there's still a lot to enjoy. I like the horror aspects, uh, you know, some good kills, some good violent scenes. I, I think Esther uh, does a good job being, like, a menacing presence. And then, um, yeah, the the story does go into, you know, I think some type of kind of, like, cheesy, sleazy kind of places. But uh, to me, it, it's very fun and uh, works in the movie. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a, a seven. I would describe this as being a little bit better than it really has any right to be. And mm-hmm. everything that you hear about what this movie is, and the way the poster looks, like, it feels like it's going to be, like, really mediocre at best. That's the kind of the impression mm-hmm. that it gave me before. Uh, and it's surprising that it's as decent and as, as competent as it is. And it was making me laugh occasionally. Uh, I enjoyed some of the, the like, es- Esther's kind of like evil antics. <laughs> and the performances, you know, the characters well enough, uh, you know, to varying degrees. But like by the end, mm-hmm. I found myself kind of rooting for them because they, you know, them looking out for each other, the kids especially. I was like, you know what, I kind of like both these kids now because they're actually trying to protect each other. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I, th- I think I'm going to agree with the seven. Well, yeah, 
it's good. I won't go as far as to say it's great, but it's surprisingly good. So, Orphan. Before, before, before the director of the two boy movies comes in to ruin it all. We'll see, just in a, a few weeks. I bet he was mad he didn't direct this. I bet he was making the boys like, I wish I'd made the Orphan. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming this is leading up to uh, some type of Versus movie. <laughs> <laughs> the boy versus the orphan. Uh, Brahms versus Esther, yes. <laughs> Whoever wins, we lose. Yeah, I will say the silent trailer that I saw a bit of a minute ago uh, didn't look great, but, you know, because it, it looks like it's just her being adopted into a family. Uh, you're ignoring the stupidity of, like, how big she is compared to what she was in the original. <laughs> um, it feels like she's just... Um, I don't, I'm, maybe they'll rate in a reason. Maybe she has Benjamin buttoning. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's why. That's why she looks way older in this one compared to the the, the second movie, uh, or the first movie. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they'll try and explain it away. But it, it looks like it's rehashing the, just the same idea. Like I was kind of disappointed to see that it looks like she's just oh she's going to another family. It looks like Julia Stiles is going to start to notice things. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's going to be a bit of a rehash. But we'll find out. And they're not too distant in the future. <laughs> so it is it, it is very strange that they decided to do a sequel like all this time later. Like because the you know, like you know, we're both positive on the movie, uh, but I and I, I think like it, it seems like most people I, I know that seen it like seem to like it, but it's not like one that feels like it has like a cult following. Like it's not like something that like at most like people are like, Oh yeah, no, I did see that movie, that's pretty good. <clears throat> but it doesn't seem like one that people are like dude, I love that movie. When are we getting another one? You know, like it, it, it seems like an odd choice. Like, or if you're going to do a sequel, like you think it would have been like two, three years after it and like possibly straight to streaming or something like that. Like not something that is, uh, yeah. What is it? Uh, 12 or 13 years after the first one. I mean, the actress played Esther, like could literally have like two or three kids of her own by now. <laughs> Like that's 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 how that's how long they waited to do this, and the audacity to—I mean, I know she dies at the end—but the audacity to make it a a prequel <laughs> after all this time yeah. uh, with the same actresses—it's nuts. It's actually nuts. So uh, I'm not expecting a good movie from that, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, this one surprised me a little bit, so maybe that'll surprise me even more. So. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but you know, we, we got uh, unfinished business uh, next time. We have the currently final Final Destination movie to talk about mm. uh, next episode. <clears throat> so look forward to that. And, uh, you know, we are supposed to have a sixth one coming out this year. But then again, HBO Max is kind of going through a thing right now. So who knows? Yep. <laughs> yep. Who knows? Who knows if that and Evil Dead Rise will ever actually see the light of day, but here's hoping. Uh, yeah, I was, I was really nervous about Evil Dead Rise. Uh, the thing that did give me some hope with that is uh, I actually know someone that saw a, a test screening of it, which they said um, a lot of people had some pretty good buzz about it, and I think there were some rumors that they're maybe looking at a theatrical release for it as well, which uh, I think if there's a possibility of a, a theatrical release to coincide with it, I think you know that that'll definitely ensure that it's still coming out but yeah uh, it is a weird time now where <laughs> this company is just like axing 
like you know i because I, I have no idea like what stage of development the final destination movie is i mean it's supposed to come out this year so you would think that it's fairly close to being done if it's I, not already done I, I assume it's at least finished its production by now yeah yeah but i mean if like you know if that girl was essentially pretty close to being done and they're not going to release that then yeah I don't know what hope and bad girl has. costs a lot more a month to yeah. bet <laughs> for sure uh, yeah, than yeah. both either final destination or evil dead but we'll we'll see we'll see if they they arise but uh <sighs> very weird time <laughs> yeah but that is that's the episode pretty much uh mm. so thank you for joining us i will take this time to thank our patreon producers for the month so thank you very much to tyler mm. hess cindy palacios david sharp gordon now christopher moy david brown al tradesman and alison m4 dice mm. uh those are patreon producers you can of course support all of our content over at patreon.com slash tv and get some bonuses for your trouble uh, we do two monthly mm. bonus shows one's at the three dollar tier which is the bonus episode um, which patrons also get to vote on as well if you're at one of the higher tiers um, <laughs> so uh, next week the bonus episode on Patreon will be The Innocents which came out uh, just last year Well, el- I think it was earlier this year for most places really but it, it, it's listed as a 2021 movie uh, that was the vote winner so we'll be doing that in the bonus episode and then the other monthly bonus is even more streams which we just did last week and that <laughs> is where me and Tim just casually talk about the different horror movies that we've been watching uh, throughout the month and sort of find some weird picks and sort of tell each other about what, what we've been uh, getting up to horror movie wise uh, and if there's any news Tim usually hits me with a trivia game of some kind and that's uh, even more screams so if you want access to those shows at the 3 and $5 tiers respectively go over to Patreon uh, you can also use the super thanks button on YouTube if you want to support the content and of course uh, you'll go to Twitter at Screams Midnight uh, the discord the subreddit whatever it may be all these things are, are open and available to you so uh yeah there you go that's uh that's my plugging anything you'd like to add tim uh, you know just uh it's a, a harsh world out there so you know treat others with love and respect <laughs> i guess well said <laughs> As it screams after midnight, thank you very much for joining us. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies. We'll see you next time. We're out.